So welcome to TCU Does CFG, the semi-exclusive podcast of football coaching for geeks, where I give you some helpful tips and advice on how you can grow, improve, or tweak your podcast. And this is episode 20. There's an awful lot of uh, content I've covered so far, but there's more to come. So I hope you enjoyed them. If you've listened to every show, or if you have just cherry-picked a few that are useful to you, Thank you. Hope you found the news. So let me know that. Um, I've got some cool stuff coming up with some some uh, some guests and helping people with their podcasts. So looking forward to that. But for today, I am touching back slightly on what I discussed on the last episode, but moving it forward. So on the last episode, I was talking about how it's your podcast and it should always be your podcast. So do the podcast the way you want it, create your magnificent beast, and then release that out into the wild. And I stand by that. I really do. However, if we want a podcast to be successful, then we need people to listen to it. That's the key. And if you release a podcast that the only person in the world that likes it is you, Uh, maybe it's worth changing a little bit. Now, if your purpose behind a podcast is to have something for you to listen to, then you don't need to worry about anyone else. But if your purpose is to release a podcast that can grow, you know, potentially uh, make you a name in a certain industry or potentially uh, draw you an income somehow, then we need to get people listening. And one of the best things about having a podcast is you've got an audience that you constantly have access to. Now that means you can get feedback. Now when I say audience, I don't mean millions of people. I mean people, people that listen. So whether that's one person or one million, you have access to people that listen to your show. Use that, use that. Ask them, talk to them, ask them for feedback. Not just asking them, but you can actually use the the information you've already got. And I have touched on this previously, but things like Spotify and Google and Apple, all their statistics show you things like when people stop listening to a show. And I think that's massively important because if you've got a common trend on every episode where people stop listening at the 30-minute mark of a 45-minute podcast, then what's happened in that last 15 minutes to put people off? Why aren't people listening? Is it a change in format at that point? Well, if it is, is it working? Do we need to skip that bit? Or is it maybe that it's just too long for your audience? There is no change. It's just too long, so people stop listening. So would it be worth doing a shorter show? You've got access to these stats already. You've also got access to stats to look at downloads and the number of people that download, the number of people that listen to each episode. So if you put an episode out, Let's imagine you run a a podcast on chickens, on the life and times of chickens. If you put an episode out on turkeys and that episode gets half as many listens of all the other podcasts, is it worth putting out? Now, I'm not saying it's not because it might actually draw in some new listeners. It might actually draw in some turkey fans and you convert them into chicken fans. I really hope this is making sense, by the way. But yeah, so... It might be worth it, but this is something you have to think about. And you've got access to all these stats. And again, the big three, Spotify, Google, and Apple give you access to all this. And I know some of the podcast hosts do as well. The thing with the podcast hosts, um, your likes of Captivate, Libsyn, uh, Buzzsprout, all this kind of stuff, the data they're going to give you is from their podcast player. 
Now, most of your listeners won't be listening on your podcast player, at least that's unlikely. They'll be listening on one of the, you know, Apple, Spotify, one of those apps. So, yes, whilst it's worth noting that, um, it's maybe pay more attention to those big three. Maybe even pay more attention to the one that you have the most followers on. But as well as the stats, you can talk to your audience. Now, I'm, I'm going to give you a quick example here because you may be surprised with some of the answers you get. Uh, one of the podcasts I run is the Instructor Podcast. Now, I put a, uh, a poll out in that a couple of days ago in my Facebook group for the Instructor Podcast asking how many episodes they would want in a season. And I think the options were 10 to 15, 15 to 20, or over 20. And overwhelmingly, it was 10 to 15, which really surprised me because I'm someone that wants loads. You know, I'm someone that when a, a podcast on go, I want like 50. I want 50 a season if there's not, you know, a massive amount. And if the podcasts are, as I, I struggle to listen to short podcasts, I struggle to listen to short seasons, but that's my preference. Um, but these guys that listen overwhelmingly wanted 10 to 15. And that was a bit of an eye-opener for me. It's like, well, if, if people are wanting that, well, let's do that. And I actually went a step further, and I got in touch with some of those people that had voted, and I just dropped them a message and asked them, why 10 to 15? And again, the, the, the response was really interesting, and because they all pretty much said the same thing, which was, it feels like a good length. It's sort of three to four months worth of, worth of episodes if, if you're releasing weekly. There's room to put some bonus content out as well if you want. And it gives me a good chunk of time between seasons to reflect and improve. And that was basically a response I got from a you know a hefty number of people. And that it helped me now shape the way the podcast goes forward. I know that if I release 12 episodes in a season, these guys, my audience, are going to be happy. Whereas I was always thinking I have to release at least 20, otherwise it's not a proper season. But asking that question has helped me clarify that. So you can you create your Facebook group, put a poll up in there. Um, if you want to ask a large number of people, well, why not create, if you've got a website, you could put a poll on your website and during the episode of your podcast, you could ask people to go over there. You could also use something like um, SurveyMonkey, put the link in the show notes, put it on your social media, if you've got an email list, you can send it out to, to your email list as well. Series of questions on there. All this stuff is going to help you generate um, feedback from your audience. As well as that, message them. If you know some people listen to the show, um, use them. Use those people. Pick their brains. Ask them what they like about the show. Obviously, don't just bombard them with a load of questions. Get in touch first, but you know, use those people, it, and and look for the negatives. I think it's really easy to to get hung up on the positives and be really defensive of our show, especially when we've created the show that we love, and then someone comes along and tells you, actually, I don't want to listen to twenty two episodes a season. I want to listen to twelve. It that can almost be a bit of a kick, you know, but. It's looking at it constructively and making sure that you're taking this advice on. Be careful of the people you speak to. Don't speak to people that are just going to give you lip service. Actually ask A, people that you trust, or B, random people. 
I'm a big believer in asking random people because they tend to give you random answers. So there's a lot of different ways there that, that you can utilize your audience to get feedback. But a big one, and I would still shout out to this, is to ask for it. So whenever you're doing your podcast, at the end of the podcast, you know, just say, if you've got any feedback on the show, you've got any suggestions, here's where you can find me, here's where you can find the survey, whatever. Um, and, and, and go from there because the other thing I find is that the stuff you put at the end of the show, the people that listen to the very end of your show, they're the fans of the show. So if you're putting the message up about feedback at the end, the people that hear that are more likely to respond. So yeah, always ask for that feedback. Now, once you've got the feedback, use it sensibly. Use it to develop your show sensibly. It is highly unlikely, not impossible, but highly unlikely that you are going to completely need to overhaul the entire show. You'll likely have a good podcast anyway that you can improve. There's always going to be an exception to that rule, and you may just want to overhaul it, and that's fine, but it's unlikely. The thing I would suggest is maybe changing one to two things at a time. If you go and make five six significant changes to your show so you change all the artwork you change your title you change the length you you put more structure in it and put it in sections you change the intro music well you've just made a new show it's just on the same feed and you may alienate a lot of your audience a lot of your current listeners so maybe tweak one or two things for five to ten episodes See how that goes. See if that changes. And again, don't rely on the feedback from one episode. You need a good number, you know, eight to 12 um, episodes so that you can compare data. So tweak one or two things, see how it goes. And if, if you know, I mentioned before about um, my audience saying that my seasons could be, they'd be happy with 10 to 15. Going forward, I'll change something every season. You know, I, I can make a tweak every season, see how it impacts that season, because I'm only doing 10 to 15 episodes. So don't overhaul, tweak, play. And when you're deciding what to do, you choose one of two. Choose the one that's going to have the biggest impact, in your opinion, or the one that's easiest to do. Now, the reason I say that is just because you may not have time, you may not have finances to do the thing that's going to have the biggest impact. So maybe change that for, or leave that to a time when you can do it or make that a work in progress. It might be easy just to do the one simple thing to begin with. But ultimately, that's up to you. The last thing I'm going to mention on that is don't let the podcast run away from what you want it to be. So yes, listen to your audience. But if it's changing to such a degree that you no longer enjoy doing it, you won't enjoy doing it. You won't do it as well. You won't. You won't get as much pleasure from it, and it, you know that then becomes a chore and it becomes a hassle. So you need to combine the two: what you want it to be, what you enjoy doing, and what your audience wants. Now, those two do need to power up, as I said, because if you don't enjoy doing it, well, there's probably no point doing it in my opinion. If your audience don't like it, well, there's probably no point doing it, in my opinion. There is room for both. 
So hope you found this episode useful. As always, you can find me in all the usual place on social media. There's some links in the show notes. Just a reminder, actually, the show notes for this episode and all these episodes are crap because I'm not trying to promote the show. Um, but you can find links over there for my podcast and to get in touch. So have a very merry Terry Tuesday. <laughs>